Hello, and welcome to episode three of Wendy's Journey. So as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about or discuss with you today, I thought it might be cool for me to just speak from the heart. You know, there's a lot that that's inside of me that I would want to say. Um, and maybe I'll just try that this time and, and see how it goes. And so I think I want to call this episode Speaking from the Heart. So as you probably remember um, from previous episodes, I have been living with chronic Lyme disease um, since 2003. I was diagnosed in 2014 after being sick for, I guess that would make it 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Going back and forth to the doctor, being treated for various symptoms being frustrated because of the process and the waiting games on waiting for test results being you know shuffled around from doctor to doctor specialist to specialist and what i think is even more frustrating for me is having some of the doctors kind of looking at me as if i was making it up side note the worst thing that anyone could ever do to anyone who is chronically sick is to tell them that it's in their head or that they're making it up because they're not. It's just, in my opinion, my opinion alone, it's just that I feel like some physicians, not all, are so busy trying to just make it through the the, the day, make it through all of the different cases and people that they are working with and that they are trying to help, they're doing the best that they can to keep their head above water. And for some, it's just not feasible for them to have to dive deep and investigate, do research and really study to try and get to the root cause of what might be making their particular patient sick. I'll share this with you. Um, on, the, on my journey of discovering that I do have chronic Lyme disease, I went to see a neurologist here in the Austin, Texas area. I won't say their name, but I will tell you this. It was the most frustrating part of my journey up to that point. And I'll tell you why. I had been dealing with my primary care physician and I had been experiencing um, for years just, you know, my right hand would tremor all the time. It would start off very light and then it would just progress over time and would get worse and worse and worse. I would lose my balance. I could not remember things. Anxiety, you know, worry, just anxious all the time, stress. And so he referred me to a neurologist 
and everything was going great. I was having, um, the, I guess you would call it restless leg syndrome, um, where my legs just twitch and, and they hurt. The pain um, we now know it was due to the fibromyalgia. And um, sometimes when I walk, I walk kind of like from side to side. I drag my feet sometimes. I'm, you know, the inability to really pick my legs up. And so really trying to find out what is going on. So for months, I would go to him and he'd do all of this testing. And it was during this time that I met um, a young lady who has um, a sister-in-law who has Lyme disease. And through various conversations that she had with um, my husband, who was just kind of vaguely sharing some of the things that I had been dealing with, she mentioned, you know, hey, it sounds like your wife has some of the same symptoms as my family member. I think we need to get the two of them together and talk. So we met up, we talked. And, you know, she's like, you know, based on what you're telling me, Wendy, I really think you might have Lyme disease and I would love to introduce you to my doctor. Um, or if you would prefer to see if your doctor would test you for Lyme, but I think you need to be tested. I told her, you know, hey, go ahead and give me your doctor's information, but I'll go ahead and ask my doctor um, the next time I go in. So when I went to go see my neurologist, they were giving me, you know, chest results of some, you know, different tests that they had run. And, um, you know, they confirmed, I guess, that, yes, you do have fibromyalgia, but the tremors and the brain loss, I mean, brain uh, brain fog and the memory loss and, you know, uh, which can come go along with fibromyalgia, but, you know, some of these other things that you're experiencing, we're not very sure about, and we think you might should see an, um, what did he call it? Maybe a rheumatologist, um, internal medicine doctor, that's what he said. And so I said, okay, well, if you want to go ahead and give me a referral for that, in the meantime, I wanted to talk to you about something. Now, this is my conversation that I'm having with my doctor's nurse. I said, I recently had a conversation with someone who has Lyme disease, and I shared with this person all of my symptoms, um, which I haven't shared uh, with you because I have a combination, believe it or not, of over a hundred different symptoms that kind of ebb and flow. So um, some one of the symptoms having a higher than normal uh, ammonia levels in my blood, which when, when you look at it, doctors didn't even really understand how I was functioning or how I was even alive. And, you know, poor vitamin D deficiency and severely anemic um, just to name a few. And I would really, and I told him, I really want to get tested for Lyme disease. And he said, okay, well, um, I will take the request and I'll mention it to the doctor and, um, I'll circle back with you. And I said, perfect. So I went on my way. 
about a week passed and he calls me back the nurse and said Wendy you know I talked to the doctor I almost said his name I talked to the doctor and um he does not want to test you for Lyme disease he said that there seems to be a lot of controversy surrounding Lyme disease and whether or not it can turn chronic if it after 30 days you know does it go away there's just a lot of things you know in the medical field that's controversial about it and so he does not want to test you for it because if you do come back positive then he will have to treat you and that's not something that he is interested in getting involved with so he suggests that you go ahead and move forward with your plan of meeting with an internal medicine or infectious disease doctor now as you can probably imagine i was shocked because who what doctor tells their patient i'm not going to test you because if i test you and you're positive then i have to treat you um but i'll save that for another episode because he is absolutely correct there's a there is some serious controversy around lyme disease versus chronic lyme disease because it's very expensive to treat but we'll get into that in another episode so needless to say that phone call ended with me in tears angry frustrated feeling alone not really really sure about the next step other than I need to pray and give this other doctor a call so I say that to say that my journey with Lyme disease has been rough and tough and hard really hard just to even get a diagnosis just to even get a diagnosis I'm so thankful that I do have my Lyme specialist, you know, and we'll talk more about all of that. But I I just really wanted today to just give you a little bit of an, an insight of how hard it's been to just even get a diagnosis, to find a doctor that would test me for it. I had to, I had to go outside of the state of Texas to to even be tested for Lyme disease, y'all. My specialist lives outside the state of Texas. And in my doctor's office, there is a plaque from the Texas Medical Association thanking my doctor for treating the Lyme patients from Texas. I'm just going to let you think about that for a second. I'm driving from Texas to another state 
I walk in for my very first appointment and there is a huge plaque from the Texas Medical Association thanking my doctor for treating Lyme patients from Texas instead of Texas doing it themselves. How sad is that? So we have a lot of work to do in the state of Texas. And I'll be honest, before I got sick and contracted Lyme disease myself, I had no idea that it was something that a human being could get. I just remember as a young girl, we always had to make sure to take care of our our family dog and do all the things to make sure that he or she didn't contract Lyme disease. And I see commercials on a regular basis. Oh, you know, protect your dog. It helps protect your dog or cat against Lyme disease. And my daughter, bless her heart, she made a comment one day after one of those commercials. She said, mommy, they care more about pets getting Lyme disease than they care about you and other people who are like you. (laughs) She's right. She's right. Having Lyme disease is rough. Having fibromyalgia is really rough. You know why, guys? Because I wake up and I don't know what symptoms are going to show up. I'm always in pain. I may not look sick. I may not look like I'm in pain, but I am. I feel like my body is on fire all the time. Hurts when I sit. Hurts when I lay down. It hurts when I stand. So, you know, people don't look like what they're going through. People do not look like what they are going through. I'm so thankful for my faith in God. I'm so thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for family and my amazing friends. And you know who you are. The ones that I text, can you pray for me? That I call or who call me? You are on my mind today. Probably because I'm I'm in I'm sick and I'm going through it. And I'm just laying in bed or laying on the couch, you know, pushing through. But I'm so looking forward to the day when I can get the word out even more. People need to know, because there are some really sick people out here suffering in silence from Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, MS, lupus, so many. So I'm just going to leave you all with this. I'm so thankful that you have stopped by to take a listen. And I thank you for your support of not only me, but of the many men and women who suffer from chronic illness. Our family founded the Wendy J. Cumberbatch Foundation in order to empower encourage and inspire those living with Lyme disease 
fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and other chronic illnesses. If you feel led, we would welcome your financial support via your tax-deductible donation. Feel free to follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the Wendy J. Cumberbatch Foundation. And be sure to subscribe to and follow this podcast. And I also have a, um, a blog, myjourneywithline.com. And it's the same content as what you would find um, here on this podcast. But I would love it if you would follow me and you will always be in the know with what's going on with me and my journey with Lyme. From time to time, we will have guest bloggers and guests on the show to get their individual perspective and experience living with a chronic illness or to get their perspective on being a family member of someone. I plan to have my family members join me and interview them in future episodes so that you can hear from them. But in the meantime, again, thank you so much for your support. Until next time, take care and God bless.